You're listening to a Weeby Geeks Network podcast. Another world, another time, in the age of wonder. There was once a dream, you could only whisper it. Anything more than a whisper, and it would vanish. A battle between good and evil. You don't know the power of the dark side. Where shall I find a new adversary so close to my own level? Try the local sewer. You know the rebellion against the Empire? The Avengers. Earth's mightiest heroes. Peace means having a bigger stick than the other guy. One of these days, I'm going to have a stick of my own. I'm Groot. Welcome to the Neverland Podcast. The podcast for lovers of Disney, Pixar, Marvel, and Star Wars. I'm glad you're here to tell us these things. Please welcome your host, Jeremy. I thought he'd be taller. Yeah, I can fly. All it takes is faith. Trust. Well, if it isn't the Star-Spangled Man with a plan, what is your plan today? Up to Neverland! Take your pixie out of your pocket, Neverlanders. Sprinkle a little bit of that pixie dust around and get ready to fly away with me, your pan, the spider pan, Jeremy, to Neverland. Now, you got to make sure you have your happy thought with you. And I tell you what... If you need some happy thoughts, I have one for you. Next weekend is Planet Comic Con here in Kansas City, and I have two panels for you to attend, and I hope to see you there. The first one will be at 1230, and that is the one hopefully Eric will be able to make it. He's had some family issues come into. It's not my place to say exactly what's going on, but he might not be able to make it. I'm hoping he still can come. Uh, But that's where we're going to talk about Walt Disney's time in Kansas City. I do plan on having a little bit of a trivia contest test there and there will be a prize so that's definitely gonna be a lot of fun and if you need some other happy thoughts free free comic book day i mean come on free comic book day is coming up in two weeks and we're gonna talk all about that plus i know i've been promising it a long time but i'm going to finally play for you the audio of mr billy d williams as he was at uh, i believe this was the kansas city comic con last year and i recorded video of it I'll, I'll make sure i post that video up sometime this week i know i've been really busy and there's a lot of videos i've been intending to post up and i haven't gotten a lot of things done and i need to update some stuff on the website for a new lost boys and stuff like that and i will get to it it's been very crazy being a college student and trying to work full-time and especially this month if you anyone who knows me personally knows that i've had a mess this month but we're not going to worry about that we're going to have some fun because we're in Neverland, and I tell you what, I need to have some fun. So come along with me. We're going to dive right into some really cool news. Spanning the Disney and Geek Universe to bring you the best in comics, toys, movies, and entertainment. This is news from around Neverland. This is a little bit of old news. I meant to have this covered a little bit sooner than this, but Disney has been looking for a new patent for some soft robots to play a few characters. Uh, it's all we know is it's it's making a robot. It's going to move and it's going to be able to physically interact uh, like an animated character. Uh, some prototypes you are kind of looking around like at Baymax to be a soft character and so maybe more of a robot thing and he's got a nice soft body so you can hug on it uh, it's it's hard to know what's really going on with the patent and sometimes Disney does file patents and nothing really comes out of it uh, but this is an interesting thing we don't know exactly what's coming on with this uh, I've also been hearing stuff about a patent for a potential new um, and I don't know what they called it before, but uh, I know in, in locally here at World's Fun, I think they call it a Skyliner, but it was basically like a, a, um, a car that would be on a wire that you go over the park with. I've been hearing some rumors that there's potentially a new patent for a new type of park like that. Uh, but, you know, we're we're all looking at these soft body robots that maybe these could be interactive little characters and maybe some characters that... Uh, don't necessarily have to be played by a human, you know, so there could be something interesting going on here, uh, but we don't know exactly what that is. Uh, for our next thing here, though, the superheroes are going are going to be a big feature at Disney's California Adventure. They're calling it the Summer of Heroes, and it kicks off really May 27th because that is when Guardians of the Galaxy Mission Breakout starts. Uh, it starts really with uh, we've gotten a look this week at what this uh, this attraction is going to look like now. They're, the photos have been released, and you really can tell that it was the Hollywood Tower Hotel. It's just been given a, a facelift. 
And uh, it's very interesting. Now, the skyline there in Disney's California Adventure, this may look a little weird there, uh, but uh, it's uh, if you imagine the Hollywood Tower Hotel with a lot more pipes kind of going up and down it in a lot of different colors. Uh, that's kind of what this looks like from the outside. It is a very interesting design. But uh, when this kicks off and that opens on May 27th, well, here, let me just play this video for you. There is a place where heroes have assembled. Spider-Man. Black Widow. Captain America. And Eddie. So... What's the plan? Breaking out the Guardians, pal. Come celebrate the all-new Guardians of the Galaxy mission breakout during the Summer of Heroes only at Disneyland Resort. Hero up. So, yeah, there's going to be an entire summer event, and there's a lot of things listed as happening. There's, of course, Guardians of the Galaxy awesome dance-off. So you might run into a few Guardians on their way to the Milano. Star-Lord's going to fire up his boombox and get a party starting. Now, Gamora may prefer to stand back and observe, but you're going to get in the groove, and you're going to show off some dance moves. It's going to be fun. Everybody's going to be dancing. This could be fun. But, you know, it's basically another Disney dance party. But this could be fun, and maybe a little bit of classic rock thrown in there. Uh, we're also going to have Citizens of Earth. You're going to get to come face-to-face with Groot. Uh, you're also going to meet Captain America. And, of course, Spider-Man will be there. Of course, that's why this is over in California and not in Florida. There's also going to be the Avengers Training Initiative. This is where Black Widow and Hawkeye are going to get some run, young recruits. Uh, it's a series of tests to see what you can if you can join the Avengers. So similar to the, the Jedi training, only this is Avengers. Uh, there's also a heroic encounter with Black Widow, and she's going to be on there throughout the day in an armored Avengers vehicle, making an encounter with park guests. So if you want to meet Black Widow, there's your opportunity in a hopefully a very cool-looking vehicle. I, I have no idea what this is going to look like. It's just an armored Avengers vehicle. Also, uh, there will be, you can get a token of a proof of your adventures when you get home by going. There's special themed merchandise and food all throughout Hollywoodland. Now, this kicks off May 27th. It's running all the way through September 10th. So book your trip now. Also, now this, this was something that came out of Star Wars Celebration. But they showed, if you if you look in the trailer, there is a planet. Now, Eric last week said that it looked to him like a snow planet. Uh, due to the cracks on it, I'm calling this more of a desert-looking planet with white sand. Uh, but there's this planet, and it's called Crate. C-R-A-I-T. Well, this is the new location for the updates to Star Tours coming with stuff from Star Wars The Last Jedi. So we're going to have an adventure. Maybe you're going to get to tail in behind these new vehicles that you see that uh, seem to look like they're um, scraping the sand and flinging up this like red dirt. And it's a very, very cool little shot uh, with some new vehicles. And it looks like it'll be something similar to that. But that is all we know about the new additions to Star Tours. All right, on May 7th, if you are so inclined, check out Freeform at about 8 o'clock Eastern, 7 Central. And it's going to be a little special called Disney's Fairytale Weddings. Uh, this is going to be hosted by Ben Higgins and Lauren Bushnell from ABC's The Bachelor, if you happen to watch that. Uh, they're going to actually follow around three couples uh, on their way down the aisle. Uh, basically, reality show and basically a big ad for Disney's Fairytale Weddings and Honeymoons, which, you know, if you're fabulously wealthy, you could probably afford to have one of these personally I'm, I'm past my wedding if i could ever renew my vows it would be because i had the money to afford this type of a thing and so this might be the closest we ever get to doing this ourselves is getting to watch some video of other people doing it so it could be fun uh i mean it's and it's absolutely beautiful and you're just gonna sit there and wish man i wish i could have done my wedding there uh that's kind of well we're out the way i'm feeling about this uh but if you're so inclined go and check it out all right now something big Free Comic Book Day. And this happens every year. It's the first Saturday in May. And this year, of course, will be May 6th. Now, Marvel is really smart. May 5th will be Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. Marvel always has a movie released that Friday. So I tend to plan my day. I go Saturday morning to an early show because it's cheaper. And then I go out and grab my free comics and find some other fun things to do. Uh, some highlights, some interesting things I want to point out. Uh, there's going to be, for free, this is the gold level type of things, which means this could be harder to find. You better get after it pretty fast. But there's a Betty and Veronica comic. 
And for you, those of you who are not aware, the Archie comics, they've gotten kind of a facelift. They're more trying to go with realism, and if you've seen on the CW, there's a series card called Riverdale, which is a teen drama. It's not the fun, happy-go-lucky Archie stuff that uh, I remember when I was a kid. It's just not the same anymore. There will be another Bongo Free-For-All, which features stuff like The Simpsons and a lot of other different cartoon characters. Uh, also, we're going to see some stuff from Boom Studios. There's a Dark Horse uh, Briggsland James Cameron Avatar, it says. Uh, so yes, something based off James Cameron's Avatar. And as Disney fans, I suppose we're going to be interested in this, perhaps, uh, if we were fans of the movie. I never saw it. I'm not interested in seeing it, but I do kind of want to see Pandora. But yes, an Avatar comic book. Also, there will be a Doctor Who comic book. I've been grabbing these the last few years. It's been very cool. Uh, there's actually a comic called I Hate Image. Uh, funny enough, being released, I think, by Image Comics. There will be a also a Rick and Morty comic. I have never watched this. I'm not really a big fan of the Adult Swim uh, cartoons, other than Toonami. Uh, I do like to watch some Samurai Jack. But there will be a Rick and Morty comic. I'm not sure that I'm worried about picking that one up. Also, there will be Secret Empire from Marvel. Uh, this, I think, is going to be looking into a, a new... You know, Usually every summer, there's a big storyline going on in Marvel, and it's probably a beginning of that. And... Uh, I don't know, from stuff Eric's told me, I think this is going to go where they're finding out that the Red Skull, I guess, has been messing with some stuff to cause everybody to think Captain America was Hydra. I don't know. It's I, I'm probably going to pick it up, but I, they, Marvel's done some, so many things here lately. I'm not interested that much, but I'm going to grab it just because I will. There's also a Star Trek The Next Generation comic coming out from IDW, uh, a story called Mirror Broken. Now, I don't know if that means it's going to have a short story, something related to the Mirror Universe, but, you know, there is a interesting Captain Picard on the cover. Looks like he has a beard, so I, I'm interested. Also, Viz will have a Legend of Zelda, Twilight Princess, Ocarina of Time. Uh, I don't know exactly what it is, but it's a comic book from Legend of Zelda. And so I am interested in that. Uh, there also will be a Wonder Woman number one special edition from DC Universe Rebirth and an Exo Man of War comic. Okay, those are all the gold levels. There's a bunch in the silver level. And in the silver, le- silver level, silver level, let me just cross over a few uh, highlights. Guardians of the Galaxy, well, all new Guardians of the Galaxy, number one will be in there that you can check out. Uh, if anyone is interested in Barbie, that's there's one there. There's something actually called Fresh Off the Boat. I don't know if it's based off the television series. It doesn't look like it. Uh, we've got something called Attack on Titan, which I bet a lot of you are fans of. I haven't yet to watch that one. I do intend to check it out. There will be a DC Superhero Girls. Uh, there is, I believe, an animated series and a toy line based around this. Other things I've seen that were interesting was a uh, Riverdale comic for those of you who might be fans of the new series. Uh, something from the Loud House, a Nickelodeon show. There's a SpongeBob Freestyle Funny, so some fun, some SpongeBob comics. A Tick comic book. You know, the Tick? Remember him? Uh, that I've definitely got to grab. I do enjoy that. Uh, a Monster High for any of the little girls you happen to bring along with you. There will be a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle Prelude to Dimension X comic book. A Dragon Ball Super comic book. Oh, guess what? Descendants. You know, Disney's Descendants from Tokyo Pop. There will be one of those for those who happen to be a fan of those. And the big one, Adrian Ropp uh, has been doing art for a new underdog comic, and there will be an underdog available. Issue number one will be releasing very soon, actually, to this time, and he has the cover art, and I believe art on the inside is also Adrian Ropp. Now, for those of you who don't remember, Adrian Ropp is an artist with Avalanche, and he did art for Disney Infinity. In fact, I believe it was the storyboards he did. So he's been working on uh, some different comics. He did a Pink Panther comic, and, you know, really good art. But here it is, Underdog. And it's coming out, and I'm excited because I love Underdog. Uh, if, if you have not seen the original cartoon, I'm sure you can find them online. The movie, of course, Disney did was not bad. It, it, it was fun, but it, it didn't quite live up to the Underdog that I grew up watching. Uh, so those are the things I'm looking for. Free comic book date, remember, May 6th, coming very, very soon. And now I think we need to go and visit the trailer park. All right, y'all. One more time. It don't matter what you look like. It don't nobody gonna sing with okay. The Neverland Trailer Park. All right, I got a couple of different things to take a look at this week. The first was an international trailer for Pirates of the Caribbean, Dead Men Tell No Tales. That's 
took everything from me. He's coming for you, Jack, to seek revenge. The Trident of Poseidon is your only hope. Where's your ship? Your crew? Your pants? Jack, move! I'm so sorry, were you still talking? There is a girl who can help. I've risked my life searching for the Trident. We have to find it. It's time to hunt a pirate. You will pay for what you did to me. You are very, very ugly. Ah! Pirates of Caribbean, Saimono Kaizok. That was not part of the plan. All right, so Pirates of the Caribbean, Dead Men Tell No Tales. As you could tell, that was definitely international, as I believe that language is Japanese, and you probably didn't understand a bit of what you just heard. But the important thing that we catch here is we finally get a look at Elizabeth Swan. Yes, making her reappearance in this fifth Pirates tale. And also we get a kind of a really cool bit here where Jack is about to be uh, beheaded. He's, he's loaded into a guillotine, and uh, we see oh his friend there that I always forget the name of firing a cannon ball right into the guillotine to break it apart before it kills Jack Sparrow. Very fun, goofy kind of scene. Uh, I'm still interested in this. This still looks very cool. It sounds like they are looking for a trident. I don't know if that is supposed to be like Poseidon's trident, or I don't know what the deal is with the trident. Uh, It would be fun if they actually called him King Triton's trident, or something like that just for a little tie into some other Disney films. But uh, either way, this looks very cool. If you want to check this one out, it is out on YouTube. And now something I'd only briefly heard was coming, and I honestly, I can't say I'm that interested, but let me play you the audio of Marvel's Cloak and Dagger, a comic book that is being brought to Freeform. And if you know the type of programming Freeform tends to have, uh, you kind of know what to expect from this. It's like you're afraid if I don't do everything perfectly, you're gonna lose me. I'm afraid even if you do everything perfectly, I'm gonna lose you. What's your name? Tandy. And his name was... (laughs) Yeah, Tyrone. Okay, now I know there wasn't a whole lot of uh, dialogue in there that really tells you anything, but this looks to be another teen drama. Uh, let me tell you a little bit about uh, what I know of Cloak and Dagger. I've only really read some comics that they, they guest starred in a Spider-Man story called Max- Maximum Carnage. And so Tyrone and Tandy are these two teenagers when they first started, and they took some experimental drugs from Roxxon, and it gave them superpowers. Uh, Tandy uh, becomes Dagger. She forms these light daggers and has, very, has a lot of light powers. Uh, now... I don't recall them doing like a physical damage, but in this they're presenting it as she looks like she's accidentally stabbed somebody with a light dagger. Um, they, 
these are I don't know her light daggers. I you know from from what I'm understanding, they don't necessarily do like a physical damage like that. They're more about like a light damage, and they you can take out an opponent with it, but they uh, they have a different sort of effect than you know stabbing you with a knife, you know. But they're treating it as a knife stab. Uh, Tyrone, of course, becomes Cloak, and he has this cloak that he can pull people into a, a kind of an alternate dimension on the inside in this in this darkness, and uh, he battles opponents that way. And they became crime fighters in the comics, and they're a team. Um, this I, I don't know how far this is going because uh, it looks very much just teen drama, and I really I don't, I don't know if I'm going to watch. I, I'm not really interested in most of the programs Freeform creates, and this is just right on on scale with the rest of their stuff that really doesn't interest somebody like me. Uh, now, your teen daughter might be just thrilled with this and might be interested, but I'm, you know, I think I could skip this one. Uh, so, yeah, really not all that interested. But, you know, if you're so inclined, Cloak and Dagger, um, maybe go check out some comics on them. Uh, do a little research if you're curious about the characters. See if you yourself might be interested in checking out a few episodes. Uh, this seems to me like they're pulling it away from the superhero level of things uh, and trying to make more teen drama. Kind of like that Riverdale CW show seems to pull away from the fun and comedy of Archie and make it a murder mystery teen drama and... Yeah, just not into that sort of thing. Uh, but we need to have some more fun. I think it is time that we go and we listen to this panel that I've been sharing and talking about all this time. That was Billy D. Williams, Lando Calrissian, and a lot of other characters. And people did ask about other characters he played uh, when he had a panel. Uh, he seems like he has slowed down with age, but that happens. Uh, but it was very cool. I did get to talk to him a little bit at his his booth, and uh, I you know, I got to fist bump him, and that was awesome. So here we go. We'll just dive right into Mr. Billy D. Williams. To Disney and beyond. <laughs> I'm a huge fan. Well, now you're not the space. None of these guys have seen me anything since Mahogany. Show me to be something from the kid that I'll forget it. The success is nothing. I'm the one you love to share it with. I love
romance novel. That's pretty sweet. If you guys want to see one of the paintings, we actually have a lithograph at the table of a painting that he did based on The Empire Strikes Back. Or you can go to his website, which is billydwilliams.com, and see some of his pieces. And I think uh, you can even buy some stuff over there if you want. So um, there's nobody lining up at the microphone. Why? Oh, that guy is. Hey, buddy in the front row, Lando's here now. Are you happy? Are you good? Excellent. Are you going to ask him a question? You are? Do you want to have your mom bring you up to the microphone? We'll let you go first. How's that? Okay, over there. He was so excited to see Lando. When I came on stage, like, who are you? Oh, it, it was. I was devastated. Okay, buddy, what's your question? Did Lando what? Made a deal with Darth Vader. Did Lando make a deal with Darth Vader? Yeah. Well, kind of like, sort of. <laughs> well, he, he was forced into it, actually. Well, I just seen the dark side to the galaxy. What, what did he say? It's it's the, the mic needs hearing. Since the audio people in this room are clueless. The Death Star is safe. He kept the Death Star safe, or you mean he blew it up? Should I stay down here with this mic? Yeah, you're fired. That's okay. <laughs> All right, name and question. Okay, Dan, and I would like to ask you a little bit of, if you could recall what it took to play Scott Joplin, because he's a local hero here. All right. Um, what was it like to actually play him? Uh, well, I did a little bit of uh, research on, uh, on Scott Joplin, and I'm a big fan of, uh, of ragtime music. Uh, but uh, he was an extraordinary individual, you know, he was, uh, at that time, a lot of those guys didn't write the music down, but he decided to write it down, he wanted to be like, uh, be like the uh, classical uh, composers of, the, of that period before, so he started writing his music down, but uh, um, he, was, uh, he was very interesting playing that character. What was interesting about playing? Um, well, the fact that, as I said, um, he, he was one of those, at that time, those musicians who uh, wanted to, to uh, write the music, write the music down. Thank you. Good question. Thank you. Yes, sir, name and question. My name is Scott. Um, looking back further into your career, was there ever a role that, or, um, that you had turned down because you didn't feel that it necessarily painted the character in the, in the best light, or perhaps uh, African Americans? It was too maybe stereotypical of a role. Yeah, quite a few I turned down, but uh, I can't remember most of any of them really. To tell you the truth, but it happens. Um, uh, normally, I don't usually uh, gauge um, what I want to do or don't want to do based on on racial things. I mean, I don't really like getting into all that kind of stuff. It's, I find it boring. Um, but uh, no, I mean, the, the, you're you're offered a lot of things, an awful lot of things. Just don't want to do unless they want to give you a lot of money. <laughs> Sometimes that's not always a good idea because you're making bad. You know, once you gain some recognition in this industry, uh, it, uh, it's, it, it, things become difficult only because you have to make the right choices. 
keep your career going. Thank you very much. You're welcome. We certainly don't want to have a hundred million dollars given to you to be in a crappy movie, is what you're saying. Right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now, 101. I, hi, um, I was wondering with... No, no, what's your name first? Oh, hi, I'm sorry. My name is Heath. Hi. And I was wondering, you know, with them finally making new Star Wars movies that follow up on the originals, has there been any discussion between you and Disney to appear? And if not, what can we as fans do to convince Disney to <laughs> that? We actually started a campaign at Dragon Con about three years ago on Twitter, hashtag BringBackLando. So I was going to be bringing that up later, but yes, hashtag BringBackLando. And we're hoping that they listen. So. Number nine hasn't been filmed yet, so we'll see. But he is, he's reprising his Lando role in Rebels. Do you guys watch Rebels? <laughs> also, I, you know, Lego. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't let anybody else use my voice. <laughs> All right, thank you. That's pretty much it. <laughs> And if you guys do tweet, uh, Billy's Twitter handle is at RealBDW. So at RealBDW, hashtag BringBackLando. I would love to blow up Disney's computers. That would be so cool. <laughs> yes, ma'am. Hi, I'm Rainy. Um, I wondered if they should bring Lando back, where would you like to see the character? Like, what would he be doing and what would he be doing overall? What would you like to see him? Well, it depends on what direction they, they decide to, to uh, take the, uh, the uh, stories. I noticed one thing, I just saw the, uh, uh, even the, the episode 7, I really enjoyed it, it was a good movie. Uh, but everything is a lot more gr gritty now, I noticed. Even when I saw the uh, advertisement uh, for, the, for episode 8. Um, so that, that quality seems to be uh, pretty prevalent these days. So in terms of, I don't know, Lando, he could, I always see Lando as a gambler. Uh, he's like Steve Wink, somebody who runs Vegas. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I always uh, tend to see Lando. And always involved in all kinds of intrigue, intrigue. So causing trouble. Not, not, you know, I don't think he's out to cause trouble. I mean, you know, I think that's a misconception about Lando. You know, he's just a, a guy who's, uh, well, Han and Lando are very much alike. Uh, they're adventurers. Um, so that's how I really see Lando. I mean, he gets involved in deals. become really interesting and fun and romantic. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. You didn't have a question? Yeah. <laughs> um, my name is Caitlin and my question is, what was it like um, to work with Han Solo? <laughs> we, had a, we had a really good time. He's a good man. So we had a really nice time working with each other. Thank you. You're welcome. Howdy. I'm Steve. I'm an actor and comedian. Um, I want to say, Lando is my favorite character from Star Wars. I see him as like Brett Maverick. That's besides the point. Um, I want to say thank you for not kicking out crying children. Um, I want to say, I wanted to ask, thoughts and questions working with uh, Richard Pryor. Because I'm an actor, comedian, and that's where my mind is. He's fine. He's fine. There you have it. Thank you. Come again. <laughs> yes, sir. Greetings, Billy D. There are some who call me Tim. That's what you mentioned with you. And uh, my question as an artist uh, what is your favorite color and why? 
This is Sesma. Let's say that again. Your success line. Uh, that's my oh, favorite success line. Success is nothing without someone you love to share it with. Yes. Oh, that was from Mahogany. Yeah. Yes. That's an old saying, actually. But it's true to the heart. Thank you. Okay. Thanks. Thank you. Appreciate it. Hi there. Hello. My name's Cameron, and I was wondering uh, if when the uh, when Kenner made your action figure, did they have you pose for it? Because in every one, you have a uh, raised eyebrow and a big sly smile, and it seemed like something you'd do. Yeah, well, I always had a pretty good smile. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I, you know, I think for that character, I think he he's that kind of guy. You know, it's, it's all a, a kind of a fun. You know, he's a very charming.
also greeting uh, uh, Princess Leia. Yeah. <laughs> okay, thank you. What about, what about you? What, were, what was your favorite scene that he's done? Because it seems you put a lot of effort into that question. That was interesting. You wrote it down and everything. <laughs> Do you have a favorite scene? No pressure. All of them, I guess. Hi, I'm Shamir. Um, you've talked a lot about art influences and your experience with artwork and acting and all that. How about music? Um, I know you had a swing album, Let's Misbehave, that came out in 1961. Um, how has music been part of your career? Well, I studied this uh, music when I was a kid. Uh, my mom was uh, studied opera for many years. She had a very beautiful voice. Um, as, a, as a child, I studied piano and studied singing. Uh, but uh, I don't really think of myself as a musician. Never have, really. Because uh, I have too much respect for really good uh, musicians. People who are musical. Has it had an influence on your artwork or your acting career? Oh yeah, well I, you know, I did a lot of paintings on bebop mm -hmm. specifically, and uh, other forms of music too. But uh, I did a lot of paintings on uh, bebop. That was a period I grew up in bebop years. Um, but uh, I, and also I worked with the Thelonious Monk Jazz Institute in Washington D.C. We put on competitions every year for young people around the world. So I got a chance to hang out and meet a lot of the great, great musicians, you know, jazz musicians. Thank you. You're welcome. Hi, my name's Michelle. Um, my question has to do with the 1980 Batman and how did it feel to be a part of it? the DC comic franchise and to portray such what would become an integral part in Batman's storyline. Oh, it's great. You know, it's a, again, I, I'm very fortunate. So that's, that, to have that as a part of my, my legacy, you know, it's, it's great. Thank you. You influenced part of my life by playing it. So thank well, you. Thank you so much. Appreciate it. <clears throat> Hello, my name is Noah. Um, what TV show would you like to guest star in? <laughs> what show would I like to guest star in? Uh, I was, well, one of my favorite shows is Big Bang Theory. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you. 
Photography already. quick i want to read a few reviews that uh, i've been sitting on for a while i believe they came from canada uh, i had had these messaged to me because i in the states i can't see anybody's reviews on itunes outside of the united states and i had one here from late night media it says brings the memories back this podcast hits the inner child but quickly apologizes and then entertains that child so happy i found it uh, another one from Jave Chaffee Hippie says, A whole new way to explore my repressed Disney. Uh, loving Disney doesn't exactly fit in with my image, but this podcast geeks out so much about Disney as I probably am in a parallel dimension. I'm already getting ideas for how to sneak in some more Disney into my stuff. Thank you. 
Uh, I do, of course, appreciate all those reviews on iTunes. I'm having a hard time seeing them here lately. My PC is not wanting to run iTunes anymore. I'm working on fixing that. I'm also working on fixing uh, the Mighty Marvel Tooncast has uh, has some technical issues that has, has lost the iTunes feed, and I'm working on correcting that problem, and then Tim and I will get back to recording that as regularly as we possibly can. But that's going to do it for this week, so thank you very much for joining us. Thank you for listening to the Neverland Podcast. We invite you back next week for more fun and adventure. Until then, remember to keep a pixie in your pocket. It's that young at heart, positive attitude that you can share with others. And remember to visit our website at NeverlandPodcast.com. There you can find links to our news page, our shop, our contact page, where you can easily send an email to podcast at NeverlandPodcast.com. You can also find our Neverlanders page, where you can find out how to become an official lost boy or pixie, because girls are too clever to get lost. Become a real Neverlander! Please feel free to leave us a voicemail at 816-226-6492. And be sure to follow us on Twitter at NeverlandPCast. And like our Neverland Podcast fan page on Facebook. We also have a group on Facebook for you to join. We also appreciate your support to keep the Neverland Podcast up and running. Visit Patreon.com slash NeverlandPodcast to donate to Keeping the Pixie Dust Alive. Copyright content featured on the Neverland podcast is copyright of their respective creators and used under fair use license. All original content is copyright of Blue Band Productions, and a very special thanks to Yeehaw Bob Jackson at yeehawbob.com for our new ending music. God bless! Yeah! Hello, everybody, this is Yeehaw Bob Jackson. Neverland Podcast, we love you. Neverland Podcast, we love you. Neverland Podcast, it's true. Neverland Podcast, we love you.